Hello, my love, and welcome back to another episode of Actually Alexandra Radio. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm your host, Actually Alexandra, and today we're going to talk. Well, actually, we had a different episode planned for today, but it aligns better with next week. So I'm actually just showing up to this podcast episode with a few things on my mind that I wanted to just talk to you about. Um, so let me just give you a little life update. My last episode was on my 26th year. Oh my goodness, it's been a whole month <laughs> because my last, my birthday was October 4th and right now it's November 9th. Sorry for the hiatus. Um, it was not intentional. I actually had an episode that I recorded to go out at the end of October and I forgot to post it, but I did record it. The intention was there and it was a good one. So it'll probably come out, um, whenever, but so let's recap. Last time you heard from me, I was living in Hawaii and now it's a month later. I had lived in Hawaii for eight months and I am officially home. And if you know me and you know about my journey, then you know I haven't spent much time or like been grounded at home in a very, very long time. I have lived all over since pretty much 2019. I was in Bali, Europe, Miami, LA, my own apartment outside of Boston, and right now I'm just in my hometown. So the end of October looked like packing and leaving Hawaii and I went straight to Florida and I hosted a women's healing retreat and I honestly should do a whole episode on that because I truly feel like a changed person just from hosting a retreat co-hosting with my wonderful soul sister um her name is Caitlin Powers um the powers of healing on Instagram and she also is here in Massachusetts with me so not with me but we're both in Massachusetts so I'm feeling really grateful to actually be grounding back in at home um which I truly never thought I would say so I really feel and I guess that's kind of the topic of what I want to talk about today is the fact that I never thought I would say, I never thought I would be this person that was grateful and at peace to be back in my hometown, knowing that it's exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. My heart and my soul know that my hometown is not for me forever, but I also know that it's for me right now. And I'm finding a lot of peace and comfort in allowing that to be true because a lot of the times our mind wants something our ego maybe wants something and our heart and our soul and our bodies are trying to tell us something different this can apply to any area of your life we will all hit this point various times within our lives where our what our mind wants is actually not what's best for us and sometimes we want it so badly that we push down what our soul is saying because the mind you know it's it's attached with the ego and the ego tends to drive us and 
when you want something so badly, it's so easy to just push down that voice of your soul, especially if what your soul is saying (laughs) makes you kind of uncomfortable or is truly not what you feel you want. Because sometimes what we want and what we need are two totally different things. And right now, what I want is actually kind of aligning with what I need. Um, I guess probably a few weeks ago I wouldn't have said that since living in Hawaii was beautiful and my mind wanted to love it. And I did love it, but my mind wanted to stay and create a home there. Whereas my body, my soul, my heart really knew that it wasn't working and that I needed to come back to my hometown. And if you've ever experienced leaving your hometown or leaving any place that you have spent a significant amount of time um, or a significant period in your life, for me, another place is Miami. If you've experienced leaving that place and then returning back after a period of healing and growth you return a different person and it's honestly the most eye-opening thing and comforting thing and it's kind of like coming home to yourself and I have just been on this huge journey for so, so many years and I really feel things coming full circle and I can see why I had to take the journey that I took. I can see why it felt like I was taking so many, you know, in the moment it felt like a right turn but it ended up being the wrong turn and I had to course correct and go a different direction each time. I can see why those things happened and why it had to be that way because I learned so many profound and deep lessons along the way and I grew into a person that I would not be right now if I had not experienced the exact path, the exact life, the exact experiences and the heartbreaks and the periods where I just felt like I was breaking and and the rock bottoms if I had not experienced all of that and and moving away and coming back and moving away again and coming back again and over and over and over, I would not be the person that I am today. And I truly, in my heart, feel like I'm really just beginning to meet a new version of myself. Um, And it's the version that really feels like the soul version of me and I'm coming home to her and I'm getting to know her and I'm being soft and gentle and it's beautiful. I think for once I've finally in my healing journey have been meeting a version of me that is not constantly healing from something anymore where she's just meeting herself and she gets to learn who she is now and what she likes and what really speaks to her soul and what she really wants to create in this world. And and I still don't know the full picture yet. I'm still not all the way there. I'm still walking the path because there's never a final destination for us. Of course, for a period of time, we feel like we've reached a destination and then we begin to walk towards a new one. But if you are going through it on your journey or you have been through it you will get to this point where you can see why 
where you can be at peace with why everything had to happen the exact way that it happened. And even, you know, I think a lot of a lot of the times we get caught up in where we are in our healing journey or in our life journey versus where we desire to be. And that makes us forget all of the growth that we've truly, truly done. You may not be exactly where you want to be right now, but you are a hell of a lot further than you were before you started walking the path. You're a hell of a lot further than you were two weeks ago, one month ago, two years ago. Don't forget to be proud of yourself for the progress that you've made or even just recognize yourself. Even just recognize what you have gone through and what you have grown through and the journey that you've been on. So since I've come home from Hawaii, I've been told by many different people that my energy is different that my energy is softer and more calm and in like a beautiful way and it's just kind of through my voice you might be able to hear it on this podcast um and I say that because I always voice message my friends like that's how we communicate and everyone has returned my voice message with like your voice just sounds really soft and you just seem like a softer you And I truly feel like a softer me. And that is something that I definitely want to spend a little time talking about is just embracing your softness. But first, I want to just kind of get into just the way I said I've been viewing my whole life and my whole world like differently since I have come home to my little hometown um I truly like I go on the same walk that I've been taking for years and years and years and I go on it every single day but right now I walk that walk and I view things differently it's like I'm walking a whole new walk my walks for me are very meditative so I feel like I'm just in a whole new reality right now and that might sound crazy but it's just because of I guess acceptance because like I said I think at first I was I was really resistance resistant towards coming back to my hometown and that was more of an ego thing of I do not want to be living in my hometown I don't want to be a townie, I don't like my hometown, which is not true. There are certain things that I wish were different about it, but I've always had this mindset since I was young that I needed to leave my hometown, that I needed to get out, that I wanted to be far away. And maybe one day I do again. I know for me, like the winters, I will probably end up spending a lot of time in Florida, um just because sun is medicine but once I let the ego go that part of my ego once I let that part of my ego go and I really detached from the mindset of I need to leave my hometown and be far away and you know we get so attached like these things that will make us successful or like we'll create great content if we live in this beautiful aesthetic house with white marble countertops um 
or if we live in a city like that makes us more successful or if we live where there's like a bunch of other influencers and things like that we view that as like more successful or better in any way especially if you're not a content creator um, or influencer listening to this it still applies we get so caught up in what we think will make us happy I was actually just talking to one of my clients about this yesterday where we, you know, we see the people, the social media influencers posting in their, you know, gorgeous apartments with the the white marble countertops. And we literally equate that to our happiness and we get caught up chasing something that isn't, we don't need to fulfill our happiness because everything we need comes from within and what is external is just kind of a bonus so i'm going on a little tangent as i tend to do but any anyways our ego gets attached to these things and we let the ego speak louder than the soul sometimes and we all have an ego it's not like i think i grew up thinking an ego just meant like oh you thought so high and mighty of yourself and you were cocky and all of that but Your ego is this, it's your mind, you know, it's your mind, mind, not your body, not your soul. Your ego has this agenda that's different than your body. And a lot of the times I like to say your ego is just trying to kind of keep you safe in a way. It's, it's trying to be a buddy, but it's not. It's the voice that is rooted more in judgment towards yourself or towards others, rooted more towards you know what would look successful to others and again it's, it's trying to protect you from hurt it's trying to protect you from judgment it's there for a reason but your soul is meant to be the one that we listen to and so the ego gets so caught up thinking we need x y and z because that will make us happy that will make us look successful and we chase that and we don't check in with our soul and i think I won't say I got lost in my ego because I definitely, I wanted, my soul wanted to move to LA. My soul wanted to do all of these things, but I see that I needed to do all these things to learn lessons rather than like it was actually where I was meant to be. And I have come back to my hometown with like such gratitude. And that's why I say I'm kind of, I feel like I'm walking the same walk, but as a different person and this new mindset of just being grateful for my hometown and you know being grateful for the walk that I get to go on even if it's the same walk that I used to go on every day for years being grateful for you know the smallness of my hometown being grateful for the one or two coffee shops that I have around me I used to think like, oh, I need to have a Pilates studio near me and a yoga studio and a bunch of juice shops and smoothie shops and cafes. And like, that's going to make me so happy. But I'm in my hometown, which I literally have to drive for my favorite. So we have like, I think one coffee shop that's like usually all elderly people in it. And the other ones are both 20 minutes away in different towns. And I love it. I love those coffee shops. I'm so grateful to have those. They have great gluten-free options. 
I can drive into the city if I really need a smoothie bowl or I can make one in my kitchen. And it's really coming back, like it's it's gotten me back to this way of living that is like so much soul. There's so much soul in my life, I feel. Rather than getting caught up in what I think would make me happy, I'm allowing myself to listen to my soul. And that's my message for you as well is to, you know, chase the things that you think will make you happy, but don't judge yourself when they don't make you happy. And don't judge yourself when you end up back to where you started, where you always thought you didn't want to be. And I'm not just talking about this in terms of your hometown or where you're living. I'm talking about it in so many different aspects. So however it relates to you, because... It's an ego death of sorts. Your your ego that was saying, go here, do this, be that, have this. You tried that and it didn't bring you what you thought it would bring you. And now you're back to the thing you wanted to get away from so badly. And it's we start to judge ourselves. We start to say, who am I? Why? Like, this is not what I wanted when we're back where we started. But the truth is, sometimes we just had to go experience the other side, the other things, to see that where we started is actually what we wanted all along. And I'm not trying to say my hometown is where I want to be forever. I'm just kind of in this in-between phase of life where I don't desire to be anywhere else simply because I've tried the places my soul was calling and they didn't work out how I had envisioned them to work out. And right now, I'm just embracing exactly where I'm at with so much belief that it's exactly where I'm supposed to be. And that brings me to the topic of, or the thought of, I feel like such a different human being than I ever imagined I could be. I used to be someone who was very, very seasonally depressed. I have never experienced a fall or winter without severe seasonal depression. And even before I left Hawaii, I was like having breakdowns about coming home to this season. I mean, if you live in New England especially, you know that days tend to be gray and you know now with daylight savings (laughs) the light goes down the sun goes down at 4 30 um and it is 70 degrees one day and your soul is just shining you're loving it and then the next day it's 40 or raining um and I used to always just have this mindset that I needed to be out of that or I would brace myself for the seasonal depression that was to come or I would view the sun going down early as such a bad thing and I would complain about it and I would complain that it was cold and I never thought that I would be the person that said, I am so grateful for this cozy season. I am so grateful to be in New England for this this season and I in the past have left for winters. I went to Miami for a whole winter because of my seasonal depression, because I needed sun, because I needed the light or the sun not to go down so early, because I needed warmth. 
I couldn't handle it. But I wasn't giving myself enough credit. And I think we tend to do this with so, so many things. We don't give ourselves enough credit and we make an exit route. We make an escape plan before we've even seen, you know, before we've even shown ourselves that we can handle more than we think. Um, and this, this new me that I'm talking about, it's not even just the fact that I feel grateful to be here for this season. Like I, I truly tell you, I've never, I've grown up in New England. I'm 27 now. have never lived outside of it besides, well, I have, but I grew up here and I didn't leave probably until I was what, 22 besides traveling. Um, or maybe like 23 or 24 was the first time I ever moved out. But anyways, I have never in those 24 years gone into fall and winter and and daylight savings and said, I'm grateful for this. But this season, daylight savings happens everywhere. So even if you're not in New England, this season is our chance to slow down. This season is our permission to slow down. Not that we need permission, but it we live in this world that is constantly throwing busyness in our face and constantly throwing doing this and that and that and pressuring us to be all of these things and do all of these things. But this is your permission to slow down. And yes, it's cold and yes, the the sun goes down early and the days get dark early. But what if we could look at that as a beautiful thing? And again, how I'm saying I feel like a different person, I never thought I'd be able to say this. But I have gone on this journey of healing and getting so much closer to my soul that I'm back here as a a literal (laughs) different human. And I think slowness used to really scare me because I felt like I wasn't doing enough and now all I ever want to do is be slow. I live a very slow life Um, and I think if you live in New England or Massachusetts, it's very masculine energy here um just the east coast in general opposed to the west coast the energy of the lifestyle here is very masculine it's very hustle it's very nine to five i mean if you think of when you go to the west coast why are there so many more content creators why are there so many more entrepreneurs or at least like there's a huge population of them that are easy to find it's because the lifestyle there is more towards the feminine energy um and we all have feminine and masculine energy within us. So that's not meaning that the West Coast is like females and the mass or the East Coast is males. Um, it's just the feminine energy is more soft. It's more subtle. It is like sensual. It's divine. It's flowy. It's nurturing. It's tender. And again, it's flow. So it's going with the flow. Whereas masculine energy is like, do, get done, exert energy, all of that stuff. It's like the outer world and the feminine is kind of being with your inner world. 
And if you live on the East Coast, it is masculine energy predominantly. But just because it, even if you live around a lot of masculine energy, doesn't mean you have to also subscribe to that. And leaving for so long and coming back has allowed me to really see that I am allowed to be slow. That just because the world around me is moving at light speed, (laughs) I can actually move at the speed of like 0.5 or slow-mo if you are like recording on your iPhone. (laughs) I take things slow and we don't realize how much magic truly happens within the slowness. Why are we so taught, trained to, I mean, I'm even talking slower. And in the past, I used to literally just think I had to talk, 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 talk because people wouldn't want to listen. Patience is a virtue. Anyways, why are we so trained to do hustle, hustle, hustle? Our mind is always on. We're always doing something. We always have a next task. That is literally a distraction from your soul. The busyness of life and always thinking you have to keep busy is distracting you from something. And when you slow down, you get a chance to hear your soul. You get a chance to be with your soul. And when you give yourself full permission to do that, you can hear what your soul is trying to tell you. And it's the most beautiful thing. And I think when... When 2020 came, the pandemic came, I, that was my first time ever slowing down my whole entire life. And that is when a a, a ton, a ton of stuff came up within my soul and it was heavy stuff and it was dark stuff and it was hurtful and it was heartbreaking, but it was awakening. And when we see what's within our soul, we allow it to rise out of us. We allow it to come to the light And it doesn't have to hide in the shadows anymore. We see it for what it is. We nurture what it is. And we let it go. We bring it to the light with us. So sometimes it may feel scary to hear what your soul is saying. But it's also a really, really beautiful thing. And slowness is... I... It's like magic. It is like... When I think of my softness, it like... Being soft and being slow, it literally, it just like turns me on. And when I say turns me on, like your life should literally turn you on. And I'm not talking about a sexual way, but it should, your life should be what you desire. And slowness, mm, it feels so yummy to me. It, yummy, delicious, that's the way I would describe it. Rich, nurturing, sacred. It's just the most beautiful thing when you can allow yourself to be slow and be on your own timeline and your own schedule apart from what the schedule of the world is. I, going back to kind of like the gratitude for cozy season, I really am viewing it as such a beautiful, beautiful time for me to be with my soul and my mind and my body and to not pressure myself to do X, Y, and Z and this and that so sorry if you can hear that dog barking um i can and it's very annoying but i have been waking up slowly um i think it's so beautiful that the sun is rising at like six ish so i wake up a little before the sun and i ease into my day 
I don't rush. I don't force myself to do anything quickly, literally at all. I move so slowly and it's probably new to a lot of us because again, we're used to fast pace, but, and then at night I take a little walk when the sun is going down and then I wind down with the sun, even if the sun is down at 4.30 p.m. You can use that time after the sun goes down. I know a lot of people, you know, might work a 9 to 5, so you might be getting home after the sun. But still, use that time to wind down. Use it as your permission slip to, okay, I mean, that's how humans are supposed to work. We're supposed to rise with the sun and calm down ground back in when the sun goes rise with the sun rest with the sun and every night i've been having a cozy dinner and i have been having a fire in my yard i've been absolutely loving the fact that i get to have a fire and i know that we're just at the beginning of cozy season and i said like I wasn't really I talked about seasonal depression and stuff and I know that I still have a long way to go but I'm going to continue this mindset of gratitude and seeing what cozy season is actually giving me rather than taking away from me it's giving all of us something so if you can focus on and I I know seasonal depression is very very real and very very hard so I am sending you so much love if you're going through it or if you feel like you will be going through it, but start thinking of what is it giving you? What is this season giving you? Rather than what is it taking away from you? It's giving me cozy nights in. It's giving me soup. It's giving me baking. I have been having cacao ceremonies with um, ceremonial cacao every night. I have been turning my sunset lamp on when the sun goes down and putting meditation music on and just winding down early it's giving me permission to wind down early to shut things off early i am having cozy fires and i get to wear cozy clothes and i'm doing these fall adventures outside so it's it's giving me so much more than it's actually taking from me and it wasn't until i started viewing that you know, that switch in my mind that I became really grateful for this season. Um, So I'm going to keep embracing that. And like I said, I know I have a long way to go, but even when I feel cold, like in the past when I used to feel cold, I would like be miserable automatically and want to cry. And on my morning walk today, I was freezing, but I just still loved it. I loved being outside and I used to be miserable. Um, So it's cool to just like witness that change within me. I keep mentioning the fact that I feel like a changed person here and I I haven't really said how. I mean, I've touched on it a little. I, I did say I feel good to be back in my hometown and I know that's what I need. But I kind of forgot to mention the whole point of why I feel like a different human. And it's because I all of a sudden in my life have different desires than have ever been my desires before. I am like manifesting a cozy fall life. Like I, a part of my soul is like, I think I want to stay on the East Coast. I think I want to stay in New England. 
again, dream is to really have like a house in Florida and New England or California and New England. Anyways, my soul is all of a sudden desiring things that it never desired before and also that I swore, I swore I never would desire, aka living in New England, um, a home, you guys, I have never wanted a home. I have been so okay with just traveling around and going to different places and living that way. And even in my apartments, all of the apartments, I had never got myself a bed frame or a couch, okay? Because it, it was like this fear of commitment within me. Like if I commit to this place, then are so deeply with, you know, a couch and a bed frame and these hard furnitures to move, like I couldn't just up and go whenever I wanted. And now my soul is saying, you want a home and you want cozy season and a lot of these different desires also that are within my business i never thought i wanted to do in-person reiki healings i've always just done virtual with my clients and now i desire nothing more than to just do in person and do a lot of group work in person as well when all of these years within my business everything has been virtual i like all of these, I can't even fully like tell you or explain all of the desires within my soul that have changed. But again, they are desires that were literally the opposite of what anything within me ever said I would or could want. And it's all from going after the things that I thought I really wanted only to find out that I didn't. And when we do that, it's it's easy to feel feel like we failed, but I truly see those things as getting one step closer to where you're really meant to be. I don't ever look at anything as a failure. I think that when we go after something, you can never beat yourself up for going after something that you felt like you desired. It's beautiful and it's brave and it's courageous and not enough people actually go after their desires because they're afraid. But if you are to take the step to go after something you desire and it doesn't work out the way you hoped, it's still beautiful and it's still brave and it's still courageous and there's no possible way to fail in that. And a lot of the times when it doesn't work out, it's just getting us, again, one step closer to what we really want. And if you can view it that way, I mean, I have had within my life and my business so many things that you could call a failure. I have gone after so many things that were in the moment. I wanted them so bad and I knew they were like my deep, deep, deep desires. And so I went after them or I did the things or I created the things. I launched X, Y, and Z in my business. I did this, this, this in my business. And then after doing it, I found out <laughs> that's not really actually what I want to do. And instead of saying I'm a failure, I said, okay, cool. What's next? What do I actually want to do? If it's not this, then what is it? The only way you can fail is if you give up on yourself. And realize, like, one thing that I've had to realize deeply is that it is okay to change your mind. 
again, your ego might not like it. My ego is like not loving that I'm saying, I love being in my hometown right now or I want to settle in New England for a while. My ego is like, no, this is not what we wanted. We had this dream life in California or we had this dream life in Florida or this dream life wherever. And this is what you were doing for a job. And this is, you know, who you were marrying. And this was the type of apartment you were going to live in. And all of those desires have shifted within me to something completely different. And my dream life, quote unquote, because we never really know what our dream life is, but my dream life looks so much different than my soul ever told me it would or maybe my ego and again that makes your ego scream like no 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 this is not us and you might go through this period of time where you feel like who am i coming back again to my hometown and having all these realizations and saying i want to stay in new england and saying all these things and realizing them i have for a moment for a quick second felt like a stranger to myself and felt like who am i these things were never in the plan. It's like you're having that little conversation in your mind with your soul self and your ego self. I literally picture in my mind like my highest self and then my ego self. And my ego self is always just like wearing a black outfit. She's looking angry. And my highest self is like looking like a little angel, love and light. And they're having this conversation telling me like what I want and my highest self is like coming in and she tells me what it is I really want and those soul desires and my ego is like no 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 that was not the plan and that's okay your ego is allowed to come in your ego is allowed to be mad at you your job is to listen to your soul self and it's okay if you go through the phases of not recognizing yourself but ultimately it's okay to change your mind just because your life and your desires didn't go to plan and maybe you're coming back to desires and a lifestyle that you thought would never be something you wanted and you're having that war in your mind and you're you're feeling like maybe a failure for actually wanting that. I know part of me is like, well, you had all these big dreams and you know now you're, you're just a failure because you're back in your hometown and this is all the things you said you never wanted. It's okay to feel that way, but it's not the truth. And I think it's a beautiful thing when you can realize what you actually want and go through the things that you feel like are failures and accept what you actually want. And that's been a huge part of my journey right now is just acceptance. Acceptance that I have changed my mind. Acceptance that my desires have changed. Acceptance that the slow life is the life for me. Acceptance that cozy season is actually really beautiful if I let it be. Acceptance that my hometown is actually really nice if I let myself be here and don't look at it as I need to leave. So this was just kind of a ramble. Like I said, I had a different episode plan for today but I guess my takeaways for you are be slow be soft and embrace that side of you and know that you're allowed to change your mind and know that you're allowed to be the person you swore you'd never be in a good way because that's me I also like an example of that is 
I remember an eating disorder treatment in 2014. I swore to myself I would never be the girl who meditates. They tried to get us to do meditation every day. They had a group for it and I never went because I swore I would never do it. And here I am meditating at least once a day, usually multiple times a day. And I am in a lot of ways the person that my old self swore I would never be. And I love that. I'm embracing it because I've changed and I've grown so much. So don't forget to honor your change and your growth as well. Um, There's a lot of exciting things coming within the business aspect of life, seeing as I told you I've had a lot of soul desire changes and I have a lot to share with you soon. Um, Thank you for being here. I'm so grateful for you and we'll talk next time. I love you.